This Kick It Dicey is a D&D podcast about dudes being bros. What adventures will they get into? Only time will tell. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get dicey. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. And welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9-to-5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, I just like to say it's a beautiful day to get a little scared. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, no. Just a little. What was it? I love it. did it? It was actually right before we started recording. Uh, I was sitting on the couch having a little snacky, some fuel, you know, to pump up to get ready to record. And I just hear, like, the ice cream truck song. Oh. And it starts just getting, like, closer and closer. And it's it's pitch black outside. Um, and also chilly. And it just keeps getting closer. So we look out the window. And, yeah, there's just, like, a lone ice cream truck and coming down the road and our road's super dark. And it just had like a little light shining on it, like where the window is. And then it had like a really creepy ice cream guy graphic on the side. It was was fucking creepy. Is it the ice cream truck that has like a retro vibe kind of like style to the art? Uh, a little bit. I don't know. I don't, it's, but it doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like a sketchy van with like the poster on the side. No, not necessarily. I mean, it was, what added to the sketch was that it was, 8 p.m. and an ice cream truck was was coming down (laughs) i was just wondering if it was the same one that hits up my neighborhood because there's one that also like comes like late like i've heard it at 7 p.m before and i'm just like what are you doing um it was was spooky but i kind of liked it (laughs) back when i used to live in uh destiny's neck of the woods i fucking hated that ice cream truck that ice cream (laughs) truck is so annoying i don't know how that ice cream man didn't go uh, postal hearing that that song over and over again driving five miles an hour down the road i don't remember how it goes but no the weird thing is like i don't even remember hearing it during the summer like this is the first i feel like this is the first time i've heard it in our down our street all year Middle of December. I just haven't seen anybody buy. Like there was one that was coming during the summertime, but I'm like, does anyone actually get ice cream from them? The the neighborhood kids in our neighborhood definitely were were flocking. Flocking, okay. Uh, was well, also Destiny was anybody driving? Oh, I forgot to mention there was no one driving. Uh, hi, my name is Alex Villarreal. I play Ellis Vendove, and today's a beautiful day. Uh, to wake up in the morning and um, say fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I okay. haven't had a f- I haven't had a fuck it morning in a hot second, and uh, I had I had like plans. I was mostly gonna get up and go for a run because I knew a norther was gonna come in, 
Um, but I, my, my knees kind of feeling funny. And so I woke up and I just kind of shifted in bed and I was just like, I'm going to stay here for a little bit. I'm not going to move for a little bit. Uh, and it was really nice. God, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot, There's... I cannot tell you the last time I was slept like that. I think I, I, I got up at 730 and then went and grabbed coffee and then got back in bed and then didn't get back. I, I think I stayed in bed until 830 um, before I finally was like, okay, let's, let's get up. It was, it was sweet. It was a nice little morning. I've been probably having too, too many fuck it mornings, but like a true fuck it day is that that is like where you just like jammies to the couch, mm-hmm. bring your pillow jammies to the couch and, you know hang out games all day or whatever a fuck a day is risky for me because if i the, there's something terrible about uh 2 p.m exactly what you're talking about <laughs> that you just kind of look at yourself in a mirror at 2 p.m and you're just like you spineless rat <laughs> you nothing and then it's but then it's like magically 6 p.m and you're like all right let's have a beer <laughs> i just have to switch games that i'm playing or whatever book i'm reading and then it's yeah. all it's fine i just yeah. myself enough uh hello i'm kenny chilton and i'm playing emil mazak and today's a beautiful day to write a note to yourself for the future or rather i guess receive a note from your past self Ooh, how Whoa. fun! Do y'all do what this? Is that? No. Well, no, I mean, don't. I'm about to take some time off at work, and when I take mm-hmm. time off, I write a letter to my future self of what you are working on, so I don't have to stress about it for my oh, time that's off. Smart. Yeah. But that's different than what I'm. Oh, assuming that's a you. solid idea. I'm stealing for next. Yeah, everybody, okay, if you're gonna take some time off at work, sit down and write a note to your future self of everything you're working on and your to dos, and then you can head empty your damn brain. While you're on vacation, not think about it. And when you get back, you can just jump right back in. That's cool. It doesn't work for teaching. It kind of works for teaching. But anyway, Anyways. I I wrote this note. Okay. I wrote this note to myself in 2016. And it, I got it today. Whoa. Good year. Um, and it was a calendar reminder, like on my Google calendar. Um, to remind myself that my passport expires one year from today. That's a good <laughs> reminder. And here's what I, but here's the thing. I do this all the time. If it's like a big reminder I need for like years from now or a year from now, I like put it in my calendar, but then I write myself a note in the like note section. So it's like a little surprise and not to toot my own horn, but I'm a good writer. And so I like, <laughs> I love reading what I wrote to myself. Uh, I, here's what I wrote. I said, Kenny, you wrote this on May 30th, 2016 to your future self. The reason you did is because you had a mini panic attack thinking your passport might be expired while packing for your honeymoon to Iceland. At the time of writing, you and Whitney are sitting in your room at address in Austin, Texas. Alex and Olivia are here too. Your three dogs, Kira, Mikkel, and Klaus, they're here too. Your wedding's in 12 days. You ate lox and bagels for dinner. Life is beautiful. That's what I wrote. Okay, I'm stuck on the lox and bagels for dinner. I think I remember that exact day. I think I remember y'all eating lox and bagels for dinner and me being like, damn, that was good as hell. It was good. <laughs> I've Capers never thought about all. doing that for dinner. I oh, go on so bagel bad. benders sometimes, but oh. then one time I went on a bagel bender and then I almost fainted, so I had to stop. <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> like you, you weren't want getting enough protein or what? What would you, what'd you say, Kenny? Like, well, how did you wait? Say more about almost fainting. What happened? Okay, so I went to, I think it was Einstein's. So I got bagels for the weekend, and I was like, almost. And Destiny knows this because I lived with her at the time. So I was like slamming bagels over like There's three so bagels, bagels a day, kind of thing. A lot of bagels. Because <laughs> it's just a better deal if you get like a dozen, but then no one else liked bagels. So I was like, I guess more for me. Anyways, you slam that much bread in a weekend, you, I guess, probably like really lower your something in your body is not going to be right and so then I went to Sephora with my friend and we were like in the Sephora and all of a sudden my like vision like went down to like nothing and I was like I was like hey you have to like I can't see right now and he was like what I was like I have like something's not right and he like took me back out to the car and like sat me down and then I started sweating profusely and like everything was fine but Mm -hmm. I never actually fainted but I almost fainted and so now I can't go on such a hard bagel bender ever again you t- this I is like your very you back like I, oh this yeah is, this I, is the only thing that would happen to a fucking into it <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love bagels <laughs> anyway yeah no, it's I more mean, from yeah. just eating one thing and then fainting <laughs> yes. write notes to your future self you'll thank yourself later i guess yeah i love that like i've set reminders for future self but never yeah. added a note i like that a lot I usually yell at Siri for like a six month reminder and then it comes, but like, it'll be like reminder in six months, you need to change your air filter on something. But then the reminder pops up and it's just like, you need to change your air. And I'm just like, uh Oh, I don't know what I said. I once created a long reminder, like a year to remind myself of what I wanted my next Halloween costume to be. And I wanted my next, I'm gay. So I'm allowed to say this. My next Halloween costume, I wanted it to be the seal that shouts gay. You know, it's like a little meme. Of yeah. The, yeah. Is it gay? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. I, you guys so can't familiar. say it. You guys can't say it. I'm not going to. You can't say it. I can say it. Uh, and and uh, I never did that. But anyways, that was going to be a great costume. Wow. There's always next year. Hi, I'm Becky Schmader, and I'm the game master for this Kick It Dicey, and... It's a beautiful day to have a giant bowl of corn pops. <laughs> and Ooh, then faint, because that's all you eat. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I've gotten better. I've got be- it was like seven bagels, guys, in like two days, I think. It was a lot of bagels. Even when you say that number, that ratio is like seven like seven bagels in, in three days. I think it was two. To, I don't. I'm not blaming the bagels but here. Did you the, eat but anything that's, else? That's just food. Though. It's like, did you eat anything else? Did you eat any protein or no, like no, no, vitamins? just bagels. No, like just yes. bagels. Yes. <laughs> With like cream cheese. What did you say? I, What's beautiful? Corn pops. A giant bowl of corn pops. Yeah. That's an underrated cereal. I love. Corn I pops. agree. Agreed. I've got it. I've been gotta having my pops the last. I want to be like. Gotta have my pops and then pull a giant, pour a giant bowl of cereal. God, you've been G, you've been G Hing M P's. Um, do you, uh, do you, do you add, do you, do you add anything to your corn pops? Uh, okay, my my I don't usually like my milk to cereal ratio is like exquisite, but for <laughs> corn pops you really have to lower your milk, <laughs> your milk ratio because. Soggy pops yeah. are not good. Don't oh, I pops. love me some soggy pops. 
Oh no. no. Really? Oh no. Yeah, like yeah, not on purpose, but it's that I like soggy. Yeah, but if like it happens, it happens. Like, okay, little treat. No, crunchy the soggy pops to me, I won't say it so I don't ruin anybody. They don't taste right to me. They're different. It's a different texture. It's the same thing as like I don't like soggy fruity pebbles either. Mm-hmm. See, see, that's wild. I love as a kid. I loved soggy cocoa pebbles. Maybe it'd be different with cocoa pebbles, but fruit damn, pebbles, do I love I soggy know, cereal? Because <laughs> fruity pebbles soggy is also. It's very just something good. about the texture that's where crazy. I'm like, we're really removing the crunch of the cereal, and I don't like I, that. I put like two centimeters of milk in my cereal so that all of it's crunchy. There you go. I do more than that, and it really, it's really cereal dependent. Like I don't mind. Like, and my the, Cheerios, the... Cheerios are hearty. They don't get as soggy ever. Mm-hmm. You know. In the height of my cereal days, I would uh, make a, my first bowl of cereal has an insane amount of, amount of milk, like a lot of milk. So you eat all the cereal uh, like your it's sort of your first dish. You eat that one really, really fast and all the milk left over. You have another bowl. And if you're feeling extra spicy, you have a third bowl. And by the time you're done, you have just created the most perfect milk to drink. Um, it's, you know. Mm-hmm. I but soggy good. I you know Desi soggy <laughs> soggy squad. What's everyone's favorite cereal? Like mil- milk post cereal. Like what's your favorite milk that a cereal produces? Oh, cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, it's cinnamon toast crunch. It like it's not my favorite that cereal, is- but the milk the milk it makes is the best milk. I I think Frosted Flakes make like a plus. Oh, that's too. a good one too. It's like a nice sweet sweet cream. Yeah, I think I think much fruity pebbles. Cause it's just so easy to down. I I like the milk from Lucky Charms, but the color always bothers me. It's brown, huh? It, it's like a gray. You're like like I a beige, like, like a town. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, don't have seven bagels in two days, and don't eat anything else at the same time. Eat <laughs> a well-rounded meal. Reminder to self: three years from now, don't eat seven bagels. <laughs> don't fucking go on a bagel bender, you idiot. <laughs> Let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Last we left off, you all had breakfast at the home of Kara and Emil Mazak, where you connected the dots of the delicious honey now stocked in Vinzer's varieties and its connection to Ellis. You then headed off into the city and went to the Citrine delegation, where you met with Sir Quay Nythod, mentor of Emil's. Emil confronted him about keeping the truth about the studies from him, but handed over what information he had learned while in Mistfall. You all left with a little bit of gold from Sir Quay as reward for researching and headed out to the district of Westway to see where Emil grew up and used to thieve on the streets. Loomis searched for a swath of nature they could slurp up and that is where we find y'all after an hour of resting in Westway. What do you do next? Also wait, correction, I made a mistake everyone. Last episode I said there was only one building of note in Westway and that was the Temple of Dorothal. There's actually a second temple in Westway, the temple to Siloria, the goddess of abundance. Uh, people often pray here for abundance of their crops and good weather on the seas. So there's two places of note in Westway. Isn't she one of the goddesses that was like involved in the big war? Yes, that is true. Good okay. job remembering your history. Yeah, so this is where, uh, you know, after I decided to run away from the orphanage I grew up in, uh, I don't know how much of this I've told to you, but I feel, I don't know, nostalgic, I guess. Uh, you know, a, a few of the other kids and I ran away from the orphanage. We lived just outside the city walls out here, and 
would come in and pickpocket and you know get by that way uh for a long time it's you know it's where i did uh, my first bit of entrepreneurial investigation it was a, not as lucrative of a business as the one i have now but it paid the bills so would y'all like do like stick em ups or would you pickpocket or would you just sort of like blindside somebody and sucker punch them or it started your strat i'm not proud of this but i've moved on uh i i it started as begging and turned quickly into uh attempted pickpocketing and then it turned into schemes and then uh yeah eventually it did get as we got older and you know more physically capable it, it did become violent at some point um, but not for long before I, I apprenticed with a blacksmith in the trades district, and that's what got me off the streets. I haven't seen any of that old crew since. I, you know, I left it all behind me, uh, and then I bought my own little stall in the trades district, and then I moved up in the world. Do people? So, I mean, obviously you run Benzo's Varieties, and everybody loves it, and you're all popular and all that. Dude, does does anybody ever walk in and be like, "Hey, you robbed me"? Like, like is is that part of your story? In the public eye? No, 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 not at all. Um, and it was also, I mean, I left the orphanage when I was like nine or ten, so that's it was a few decades ago. Yeah, but like elves and halflings live to be like a billion years old, so I yeah. don't know. Some people might have good memories. No, we were pretty choosy. If we were gonna rob someone, it was a tourist. Um, if we were gonna hurt someone, then they were leaving Venzor. You it's know, pretty smart. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like pick a grung or something. Exactly. Something Timber would have been... Gonna die. You're going to die in a couple of years. <laughs> Timber, unfortunately for Timber, I understand why he was in that jail cell. He's just like ripe for the picking, unfortunately. It's a, it's the little guys that you go after. Yeah. Yeah. Physically, metaphorically, financially. <laughs> so what's next? What are we doing? Uh, You know, I... I don't have much to do. I, I kind of want to go see where my old stall was if, and, and we can look around for some things to wear to the masquerade ball. I'm sure shops everywhere will have masks and such for us. Do you want to stop by dead guy's wife's Oh, business? yeah, the Marguerites. You're right. You're right. We should go. Let's do it. All right. You know that Elmond Marguerite was the youngest of the Marguerite sons, heirs to the Marguerite trading company a large trading company that brings in goods mostly from across the sea and the continent of Igea. their main operation is out of south harbor a large warehouse where imports come in to be inspected by the city before they go out to various store stores and to the marguerite satellite store in the trades district so there's two stores or like two places you could go to visit if you want um let's go to the big one in the dock board okay you all head to South Harbor, the south part of Vinzor, uh, where it's it's a busy uh, harbor, but definitely slower than the Trades District. It's definitely like larger warehouses, sort of like the deep sea fishing boats come in here, uh, ships from over across the sea from the other continents, um, all of that. So you all head to the warehouse. Uh, the warehouse is large and expansive with much inside of it. Carts are coming in and out of it. Port authorities are patrolling the incoming goods. Ships are docked outside with cargo being offloaded. 
There's a small public area where you can buy goods, mostly high-end rarities like silks, dyes, rare salted meats, leathers, pelts, and high-end crafted goods from the cities of Aegea. You walk into the warehouse and behind the counter is, uh, you know him, uh, Emil, as Damien Marguerite, the eldest brother of the Marguerite family. Um, and he stands behind the counter. Um, oh, good day, uh, Emil. Welcome to our store or our, our warehouse. Welcome to the warehouse. Damien, I've, I've uh, come to pay my condolences. Did you get the flowers I sent? Oh, yeah, yes, thank you kindly. Um, uh, for, yes, uh, we were very sorry to hear of Elman's passing. It was a, a sad day in the Marguerite family. Um, you all noticed that like his demeanor is like way different than Elman's, who was like party and pompous and, and all of that. And like this guy like actually works. So he's very different than Elman. And this is his son? His brother. His brother, sorry. His oldest brother, yeah. Elman was uh, the yeah. youngest son, right? Yes. Well, uh, yeah, you know, it was, uh, yeah, th thank you for the flowers and, and, and all of that. Uh, uh, but, you, you know, it, it was kind of bound to happen, probably. Well, ugh, I don't know that that makes it any easier, Damien. I'm, I'm, I yeah. never had a, a brother to call my own, but I'm, I'm so, so sorry. Um, it's never easy to lose a fellow businessman in the city. Uh, hi, uh, Damien. Uh, I'm Ellis Vendove. I'm a friend of Emil's. Um, uh, we we were on the boat to 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 Vinsla oh. when it happened. Oh. Um, it was it was quite it was quite a scene. Um, would would you happen to know any 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 reason why? Like, are y'all worried? I'm honestly no, we're not really worried. Um, Elman was kind of a loudmouth and tied up in high society events, or he liked rubbing shoulders with people, you know, and and getting information he could kind of like gossip with, and you know, I just it's it was more like I'm not really worried about us. We're kind of just kind of just do our business here, but El Elman liked to to kind of mess around. He didn't really work a lot here, you know. Uh, he definitely would work more at our, our other store. But, uh, you know, it was just bound that he was probably going to speak up against somebody or, or, you know, gossip something he wasn't supposed to or, you know, stuff like that. Well, either way, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're sorry. That, that's, that's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, thanks for the condolence. I mean, it's very sad, you know, it sucks losing a family member and all that and did you you guys were on the boat did you do you know exactly what like do you guys know what happened i mean they just told us he died pretty much um y yeah we we maybe we should take this more in like a private place do you want your other family members around when we talk about this we 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 do have some information for you uh yeah we could go to the back office uh, uh, uh no one else is here they're all out doing stuff so but yeah we could go to my my office uh, and discuss more so um he leads you like behind the counter back through the warehouse to a, a small room uh that has a desk in it and a couple chairs to sit at uh loomis this is my my associate loomis uh we met in mistfall we we have a company now called the the squirrels foolies um loomis is actually the one responsible for finding this person he he was able to track him down on on the boat but the the person who 
killed Elman. Um, Elman didn't cross this individual. This individual was... Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. This individual was sent specifically to kill Elman. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they... They were fairly cryptic in their explanations, and we didn't... We weren't able to get, um... A very clear and concrete answer out of them, but, um... Yeah, it, they, they, they seemed pretty... Um... Determined and hell-bent to take him out specifically. Well, that's not great to hear. Um, and I... Does this mean that... Is the murderer still, like, out, out there? Yeah. Okay. I will go ahead and give Damien a full description of this person, including their, like, shape-shifting abilities. Uh, and, like, everything with the flower, too. Like, I, like no... Emil's being as, like, forthcoming as possible. I, I don't know too much about the, like, religious... If you, I mean, you know me. I'm, I, it's not up my alley, but... Uh, I don't know. Has the Marguerite Trading Company stepped onto new territory? Have you had any strange inventory go missing? Have you required any strange inventory? Something spurred this i i'm asking i'm digging because i'm a little worried if, if this is a business play this might this might spill over to Venzor's varieties too i mean I, I gotta be honest i i i don't think it was much of a business play i mean elmond kind of has been traveling for the last couple months just sort of uh, you know traveling up and down the river or, okay. or g going to other cities i guess but he really wasn't very involved in like the operations of the business, so I, I really doubt it was a business play. Still concerning, obviously, and, and uh, I appreciate the, the full details here. Uh, we'll d definitely be on the lookout, but I, I really don't think it's a a play on the business. I mean, he must have... I don't know if he crossed somebody or, or not on the boat, maybe somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know, but... Uh, I mean, he really hasn't been involved in the, in the business very much. I, I haven't really seen him in a couple months, so... Does he have his own office here? Oh, no, not here. Though. No, not at the warehouse. He, uh... He really rarely ever came to the warehouse. Well, um... <clears throat> like we said, we just wanted to extend our condolences and... Pass along the info. Um, and... I guess just for the next foreseeable future, just keep keep your eyes peeled a little bit. Just you know, you can never be too careful. Right. Uh, th well, thank yeah, thank you very much. And uh, well, here, uh, 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 thank you for uh, you know investigating the, the murder as much as you could and giving whatever information. And he hands over uh, fifty gold pieces for you all. Uh, you know, thank you for uh, the information. It's very helpful, and we'll, we'll look out for the family and. Uh, we we really appreciate it, yeah. I will let you two split that because I'm the reason the assassin is still alive. I think that makes sense. I'll take it. I also just got 200 gold, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, are you going to be at the ball in a couple days? I know it's a rough uh, time for you all, but yeah, we, we, it's probably best that uh, we make an appearance at the ball. So I'll, I'll uh, you know, at least I'll go. You know, Cornelius, my my other brother, he might make an appearance too. I'm not sure, but I'll for sure be there. Uh, will you all be there? 
Yes, we'll be uh, be there. Wouldn't miss it. Uh, great. Well, see. I guess see you all. See you all there. Is is there anything else I can help you with today? Uh, yeah. We are also. Um, you have quite a large inventory, larger than my store. Uh, we are going to be in the market soon for a way to traverse this continent faster than a, a drunken boat ride. Uh, do you have anything, any leads on that? Uh, no, I, I sure don't. I mean, you could. Are you looking for, like, magical means or just, like, a, I mean, there's, I mean, you could buy, like, a cart. We have carts and, and, you know, wagons and horses if you. No, no. Oh, something, okay. We're looking for something magical, something faster. Blink of an eye type of thing. Well, I mean, your best bet would probably go to, like, the House of Wonders. Uh, you know, they... You know, they, they're the ones working with most of the arcane stuff, but uh, I'll keep an eye out if any such device kind of comes up, but uh, otherwise I don't I don't really know of that. We deal with boats, so, you know, we're pretty familiar with slow, slow going travel. Sure, sure. Well, Damien, you let us know if there's anything we can do for you. Um, in, in your time of need here, take this 15% off coupon for Venzor's Varieties for anything you need. Uh, th thank you. As we leave, um, <laughs> I, I kind of nudge Emil and I say, um, do you always have to do you always have to do that? Do what? Um, even in the face of uh, grief and mourning, like prom promote. I, I don't know why I'm asking you. Yes, <laughs> of course is, you do. This is custom here. If my brother had died he would have done the same for me it's like a, a sign of respect coupons <laughs> <laughs> sorry to fuck with your lore becky but this is canon now no it is that's good coupons are capitalists <laughs> so it works um do you uh is there any else other place you want to go sh show us or should we are we are we going back to your house not yet i, I think dinner? we probably should go to the house of wonders we've got some gold in our pocket and i mean i don't love the house of wonders it's not like my favorite business in the world uh, why becky tell us about the house of wonders <laughs> what is it i have no idea <laughs> uh yeah venzor's house of wonders is run by a group of academics called the hands of the mind or the hands for short the House of Wonder has a small shop and display museum area uh, that's open to the public. It has complex and extravagant toys that can be found here and strange gadgets. You would think you would find something like the robots you saved here, but there has yet to be anything quite that complex, uh, at least in the public area that you remember seeing a meal. So basically the House of Wonders is where like your artificers, your tinkerers, your some of your arcane fanatics that don't want to necessarily align themselves with the citrine delegation they do stuff at the house of wonder instead and join the hands of the mind it's all show and no business class it's like they're like the department store that moves in and closes down the old neighborhood stores that have been there for years have they not been here for years no, they have been here longer than I have, but do you get what I mean? Like, when you walk in, it's not like you don't have the personal touch of a family businessman. It's like a bunch of inventors and smart people. It's like a sharper image. 
One, Sharper Images were the coolest stores to ever exist. Well, Emil's the one downplaying it. I didn't say they were not cool. I, yeah. God, said they're like Sharper Image. <laughs> um, but I mean, Emil, if it's if it wasn't for people like that, you wouldn't get like new shit to sell. Like, if people didn't, you know, devote their time like making up new shit we'd all just be like being like hey i found a new pretty rock can i trade you for two of your ugly ones <laughs> like you know what i'm saying <laughs> i get no i i i understand what you're saying but it doesn't make it any easier to swallow well uh, you seem very pained about this and so at the, at the house of we're, we're gonna go to the house of wonders to see if they can provide us quick transport right I mean, it would be smart, right? Like, we need we need a way to get around. If we're going to get to Ursa Anor, which is, you know, if it's a week to Mistfall, it's two weeks to Ursa Anor. I don't know. I've never been that far north. Well, it sounds like they do. Op- they potentially offer a service. So, you know, that's good. Capitalism. Mm-hmm. Great. We're here. Okay, you all go to... The Vinzor's House of Wonders is in the, the High Hells district, which is like the central district. And so, yeah, the, like the, the High Hall is there. Some of the other kind of like government buildings are there. And then this building is here. Uh, there's a giant clock on the outside with sort of like all the exposed gears to it. Um, outside, there's kind of like little like, you know, kind of like wind up toys that are like hopping around on the stairs and stuff. You go inside and... There's definitely kind of like a museum sort of like display aspect to this. Uh, but there are some items that are for sale on like displays. And then um, it's kind of a small shop in the front. And then there's like a big uh, sort of like hardy door at the back of the room where this is where you assume like the, act- like the hands of the mind go to um, like do all their their work behind closed doors. What are you? What are you all? There's some items for sale if you want to look at those, or you can ask talk Ooh. to an associate if you would like to instead. What do they got for sale? Well, let me tell you, Alex. <laughs> um, you know they have like a lot of like small like devices. Uh, but here is a list of some of the items that they have. Some of their their latest inventions. They have something called remote uh, caltrops. So it's a bag of 20 what appear to be copper pieces. And when tossed out of the bag, they keep their appearance of of being a coin until a ruin upon the bag is traced, where they then become caltrops. Uh, They can return to their previous form by repeating the tracing of the ruin again. Ooh, how much did those run for? Those are 20 gold pieces. What do they turn into? Like little jacks, like little spikes. Jacks. Uh, Home alones. Yeah step on her like a but so you could toss them out as coins and then like change them later into spiky things so it's less obvious so there's those there's an alarm box so uh you know like a little box you can set to to be an alarm so if anyone were to like come into a a room it would sound uh there's something called light goo uh, it has 10 uses in the bottle. You take some of the goo and spread it on an item to cause the item to glow as if the light cantrip was casted on it. Okay, Last how much one is hour. that? One. Uh, that one is 50 gold pieces right, for 10 uses. I never know how to say this. The things that go into the wall when you're rock climbing. Piton. Piton. Pitons. Okay, this one's cool. A piton 
crossbow. It's a specifically crafted crossbow that can fire pitons at oh, high velocity so. so they can be embedded into rock using only the crossbow at range. That one's 100 gold pieces. There is the silent whistle. This is 300 gold pieces. A whistle that blows silently, but when blown, conjures an unseen servant who will serve you for the next hour. Follows the rules of the unseen servant spell, and you can use it once per day. That's 300? That one's 300. You can use it once per day? Yeah. Oh my god. An hour of free labor every day? <laughs> it's not free, I understand, but... Uh, there's also the Minor Illusion Coin for 50 gold pieces. The Minor Illusion Coin is a small device that, when rubbed, will conjure a Minor Illusion located at the place of the coin. You can move the coin and the illusion will remain wherever the coin goes for one minute. You can use that three times a day. I'm buying that. Okay. 50 gold pieces Minor Illusion Coin has been sold. They actually have a pile of these, so if anyone else wants to buy it, they're... They kind of these are just like they're too anyways last one is the voice horn for 50 gold pieces a simple trumpet horn it's like a megaphone i've created the megaphone it's a megaphone <laughs> that uses thaumaturgy for um that it's you speak through it and it's thaumaturgy oh okay just for, for, for your voice only mm -hmm. so uh what's the like casting on that like uh as much as you want to yell through it you can yell through it how much 50 gold pieces. I will take the voice horn yeah. and the caltrops. Okay. Uh, how many um, like uses out of the caltrops would you recommend? Or is it just like a bag of caltrops I can them. use? Yeah. It's a bag of 20. Which I think like there's rules of like one bag of 20 covers like a certain square of... Cool. I don't have uh, dark vision so I'm buying the light goo as well. 50 gold pieces for the light goo. Okay. You said for the minor illusion, how does that exactly work again? Basically, it's like a little coin, and then when you like rub it, you can basically you're casting the minor illusion cantrip, but it's located like on the coin, so you could like move the coin around, and the, the illusion will follow the coin. And for the sorry, I don't I'm not really familiar with the minor illusion spell, but with that. Like, is it anything? You can create a sound or an image. Yes, you could create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration. Delusion also ends if you dismiss it as an action or cast a spell again. If you create a sound, its volume can range from a whisper to a scream. If you create an image of an object such as a chair, muddy footprints, or a small chest, it must be no larger than a five-foot cube. Okay, I'd like to yeah. buy one of those. Okay. Yeah, it's just attached to a coin since you guys, like, if you're not a magic user, then you can just be like, minor illusion and, like, toss the coin, basically. I use all three charges of my minor illusion coin right now to uh, conjure images of Angel, Salda, and Kara. Like, this is a game changer. Okay, I changed my mind on this store. This is amazing. <laughs> Loomis noticed that with this minor illusion with the coin it can conjure like illusions of like actual people not just objects and just kind of takes note that that's what it also does loomis is familiar with magic in arcane but has never been able to do it themselves so they are intrigued that that's part of this coin um are any of these items by the way 
Are we playing with attunement? We are playing with attunement. None of these require attunement. Um, and then I guess we'll find an associate, someone. Is there? Are there any salesmen around? We've been purchasing things. Does anyone <laughs> want to try and talk to us like a human? Oh, hello there. I am an associate of the House of Wonders. Hello, you've got some wonderful items here. We've purchased some already, but we're looking for something very specific. We'd like to be able to travel across continent in the blink of an eye. Wouldn't we all like to do that? What do you got? Nothing. What about faster traversal? Something that could get us over ground or, I mean, in the air? I don't know. Anything you can use? Do you have any vehicles that are faster than a horse-drawn cart? Unfortunately, we do not have anything that you desire such as that. Damn it. Can I roll an insight or something just to see if this person is just being coy with us or if they actually don't have that? Yeah. Can I assist and say, like, even if it's experimental and it's not on the floor yet, we're willing to pay for the risk? Uh, yeah, both of you, either both of you roll insight or one roll with advantage. 18. 14. This person's just kind of weird. I think, Emil, you know that the... The Hand of the Mind are like a really weird group of people. Like, they're like, did they not want to be associated with the Citrine delegation or did they not get accepted into the Citrine delegation? <laughs> you know, that's the kind of vibe. Um, I think, Loomis, you pick up that like he maybe knows of like some experimental thing, but also that they're like a pretty low level person. So, like, you know, he's like, we really don't have that. Like, I really. I don't know, but you, I mean, there, there might be something experimental, but it would be like beyond his grasp, probably. Loomis, I think you need to go Karen on this situation. <laughs> Can I speak to your manager? Yes, I will go get her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad okay. you were thinking that too, Kenny, because I was going <laughs> to say that even if you did <laughs> Yes, so this little guy goes and runs to the back, and then out comes um, a, an elven woman with like long, 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 long blonde hair that goes like way too long. Like, wh who, why would you want your hair this long? Uh, very pale skin, very dark eyes. Uh, she walks over to you all. Hello, I am Calliope Galileo. May I assist you all today in the House of Wonders? Hi there. Um, uh, you you might rec recognize my my friend here potentially, Emil Mazak. Uh, he runs Venzor's Varieties. Um, we're on some pretty um, mm, some pretty important business, and it requires us to potentially travel really really long distances. Um, and we we were kind of hoping if you had, you know anything that could potentially help us in that regard or at least point us in in the direction of someone that might um any 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 assistance would be much appreciated well as you all know the house of wonders is a, a place of experimentation and so many of our items are not ready for the common person to use but go ahead and roll a de deception check i think or persuasion, I guess. I'm, I think I'm trying to be like more like. <clears throat> we we, we tried yeah. we tried the Karen roll. Let's try the persuasion roll. Okay, yeah, to do persuasion. 
Ooh, lovely. 24. I unfortunately do not recognize your friend here. I do not leave this place much anymore. However, perhaps we have something you all might find interesting for faster overland travel. Let me go look in the back. Real quick. <laughs> and she kind of floats away back to the back of the shop, goes through the big door, and takes a little look around. Do you see what I mean? Like, the people here are not business. When we walked into Venzor's Varieties yesterday, doesn't it just, like, feel like you're with your friends and take a little neighborhood store? This place is like, she hasn't seen the light of day in, I don't know, fucking a decade or something. Well, it seems like your shop is one of those places where like you need customers i don't think this place needs customers like you need you like you need to be wanted by people <laughs> uh, wait hold um, on hold on <laughs> and i don't think these people care yeah i kind of like it here more oh man oh man your daughters are cool though yeah angel's pretty cool whatever how do you feel about food banks, Emil? <laughs> what is that? You deposit okay, food so cool. you have more later? Yeah, it's, it's a lot like that. It's um, it's like a storage facility. Where I can keep um, all my food so no one else gets it? Yep. Yep, it's like a, um, you just dig a hole in the ground. <laughs> Maybe even invest it and I get more food? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You all were distracted in your conversation about the food bank. You don't notice that Calliope is now behind you, Ellis. <laughs> Hello, I am back. Ooh, oh, up. hi, Calliope. <laughs> your um, breath is warm. How much? Yeah, she's very close to your neck. How much would you be willing to pay for such a device? Two hundred gold pieces. Mm. I, I mean, <laughs> I can put in some too. It depends on how fast it's going to get us there. I just said the number that I had left in my gold pouch. We have been working on a device that's quite dangerous, if I say so myself. It is a teleport box. And it might not work. Have you tested it at all? Well, sure. (laughs) But that's why it's experimental. Because there were failures along the way. However, the House of Wonders could always use more financial um, input to help our scientific research. Well, what are you asking for it? How much is this experiment worth to you? At least a thousand gold pieces. Oh, shit. I would say, um, how about this? Um, let me try to cut you a deal. I I look at, uh, hold on, quick side huddle. Um, hey everybody, how much money do we have? I have 200 gold pieces. I have 170. Great, that's 370. I have 163. I don't know how to do that math. It's like 450, basically. Okay, I don't think we're gonna get this thing. Um, but here, let me, let me swing it. Um, alright, Calliope. Um, you seem like a person who appreciates a good deal. I do. Um, I, I, okay. Uh, I see 
your asking price is a thousand, which totally makes sense. I mean, if if this thing works, if this thing is foolproof, a thousand gold pieces is a steal to be able to get wherever you want. But um, I will say that I think we're a bit concerned that um, you don't know if it'll work. Um, so how about this? Um, 400 gold pieces and we promise to report back to you on its accuracy and how well it functions. That way you can tweak it and, and make it better. Hmm, this is interesting what you put in front of me. Roll a persuasion check. I'm gonna use that luck point. <laughs> that was a two. That was a two. Which would have still been a 21. <laughs> That's much better. Um, it's a 28. I will sell you this box if you promise that you will not tell people where you got it from. And you report back to us your findings if you live for 150 gold pieces. <laughs> We can we can make that work. I think I can put in a good amount of money towards that. I think we got a, I think we got a deal, Clyby. Um and I think you won't be disappointed. What what um, is the and, hold on, what does the box look like? <laughs> hold on, <laughs> what are we getting into? It's a cardboard it, shoe box. <laughs> <laughs> that says teleportation on it. Yeah, it's yes. spelled incorrectly. <laughs> no, it's a um, it's a little box, like a little wooden box with a button on it. And you all put your hands on the button, and that's how it works. Great. Okay. Mag but magic. But I kind of like the idea of a cardboard box you just place over your bodies. Like a fridge box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a little box that you all just put your hands okay. on. Okay. Hope it works. Yes. Yeah, so please, you know, we will know where you got it. And this is not our only one. We have extras for us. So this one worked the best, but still was not perfect. Know that. I I will put in 150 towards this. I'll put in 200. I'll put on all my all my money. Same. I put in all my money. What? Well, that's too much. Hold on. Hold on. Just <laughs> oh. put in 100, Loomis. Then we'll be good. I'll put in 100. Excellent. You all are interesting people. Clippy, if this gets us killed, I mean, I guess we'll never know because we'll be dead. And that is how the hand connects to the mind. Oh, <laughs> Why can't you away. just say have a good day? Okay. <laughs> I like I like her. She seems interesting. And also, y'all, even if dude, even if it just juts us north, like four hundred fifty gold pieces for a teleport box. I, I mean, this I, is cr yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And let that be a lesson to you, Emil. Sometimes, um, buttering up a motherfucker is not a bad way to get what you need. Sure, sure. Um, what is that? Fifty-five percent off? I just got. Uh, yeah, that was that, on that? that was extremely good. We are behooving this person for research, but uh, that's fine. Who cares? We can also just feign our deaths if we want to, and not ever come back we here. We're never coming back here. We're never. I'm never gonna tell these people how it worked. Are you kidding me? That's the dumbest deal I've ever made. Let's get out of this weird house. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. 
Hello, weary traveler. You've made it to the mid-episode break of episode 36 of our podcast, This Could Get Dicey. Thank you so much for being here. Um, you know, we put a lot of time and effort into this show, and if you like it very much, maybe share it with a friend. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok, at TCGDPod. We're always posting stuff over there. It's cute. You should check it out. But, you know, thanks for sticking around. We love that you're here. Back to the episode. I guess we'll go start heading back to... We've been walking around the city all day. We'll head back towards uh, Venzer's Varieties to start closing up the shop with them. All right. You head back to Venzer's Varieties. Uh, it was another successful day there. Uh, do you all do anything while they're closing up or anything? I, no? I work, but I don't ask the other two to work this time if they don't want to. Do you two do anything? I help out. I think I had fun selling selling a pair of boots the other day. I, I you know, check in with Salda and Angel and Karen, see if there's anything I can, you know, assist in. I think Loomis in, wants to just hang back and be by themselves, but isn't able to because immediately as soon as they walk in, Angel pulls them to help them. Yeah, actually, before we go in, I'll say, I noticed that Angel's taking a liking to you. I thought this might happen. Now, listen, I... Any information you could get about Angel's, I put in quotes, friends, I'd love to hear more. She has these imaginary friends. She's been talking. I don't, I mean, she like talks to them, but you you may have noticed she's not entirely present all the time. So, uh, she kind of lives in her own little world. Yeah, I respect that. Uh, anyway, is there anything you can tell me about them? She might, she might open up to you more than she opens up to us about these little guys. I mean, if she opens up, I probably still won't tell you but well that's just my child's livelihood Loomis that's fine <laughs> I mean you still haven't told them that they potentially have your condition so that's also their livelihood ah. <laughs> <laughs> you all go into the shop and uh, yeah I think uh, Emil you and Kara kind of start manning the, the front desk or the start manning the, the counter uh, Ellis, you and Saul did sort of team up to start moving some more um, inventories around, you know, see see if there's something that has a lot that you guys can try and, you know, see like, oh, if we did a sale on this, blah, 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 or whatever. And then Angel teams up with you, Loomis, and kind of just follows you around and or pulls you around the I think the it's shop. more she pulls him around. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything in particular anyone wants to converse about? I'd like to watch angel if i notice that she starts talking to her imaginary friends and kind of understand what that's like um yeah go ahead and roll a perception check as you all make your way around the store 15 um you know you don't notice too she's mostly talking to you uh the whole time and yeah you don't really ever notice any any time where she's like talking to to an imaginary friend or anything like that. Okay. Uh, as Kara and I are working, can I get a vibe check on her? How she's doing today? Roll an insight check. Um, 12 plus 2, 14. Uh, you know, pretty good. I think she seemed like more uneasy the day before. Like, I think at one point you had like lied to her in the middle of the, the yeah. day. And, you know, she's like, that was... She was very uneasy then. She's not uneasy now, I think. And she's definitely, like, 
a more chipper demeanor and I think uh, like knowing the truth is has put her at, at much greater ease of like cool at least there's like honesty between all of us and stuff now so um, I think she's at ease very happy to see you um, and just like happy to have you around I think I you know kind of shadow Salda um, kind of let her do her thing show me the ropes and um, clearly she's uh, very passionate about this business and is um, uh, has a pretty great relationship with uh, like her parents um, in regards to her family's business and um, I think uh, Ellis gets very sad but maintains like a like a oh cool 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 neat oh what's this what's that but like in the back of his head is just like uh, envious anything else here before you all head back to the home no okay you all head back to the home and have a uh, dinner with the Mazax once again. Uh, kind of have leftover stew, so you whip that back. I don't know how leftovers worked back then, but you have them. And they're delicious. It's just stew. And what you day all of, talk about... Yeah, what day of the week is it today? It is Sunday. Oh, perfect. Oh my gosh, perfect. Okay. I say, okay, everyone. I know it's been a while, but today's Sunday, so you know what that means. Small Business Sunday. All right. Woo! Yeah, we love what uh can you explain to us what small business Sunday is? Small yeah, Loomis is like, what the fuck is small business Sunday? <laughs> small business Sunday <laughs> is where we take turns inventing businesses that, that we think might do well in the current time and place in Benzor and we all present like clarifying questions to each other and like pitch Shark Tank style, <laughs> like businesses we would. You know, in a if we had the time and resources, we would we might try and start in the city of Venzor at this time and place. Go ahead, Emil. What's your small business? Well, I don't, I don't start. I, I always judge oh. first in case you know the it, this was like family bonding, like but right. really I am looking for like what is the next big thing. So anytime we have a guest on a Sunday, we do this. Or I'm really trying to like take an idea maybe for my kids. We'll come up with something good. Um, so I look around the table. Okay, who's got something? Small business Sunday. Everyone's got a pitch. Um, I I lean towards Salda and I, I go, "Do you think this is fun?" Oh, abs- absolutely. Yeah, this is like, like I got all these ideas. Like I daydream a lot at school, so like you know, now's the time to like put them all out there. You know, is is your dad like really receptive to your ideas? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, we haven't, like, started any other small business yet, but uh, he seems excited by them. We're still trying to beat uh, Salda's last idea of scraping barnacles and selling them as if they were clams. What else have we got? <laughs> okay, all right. Um, shit. Um. Ooh, um, maybe... Um, selling, um, like, musical instruments that are, like, magically enchanted to, uh, like, never go out of tune or, like, can be in whatever key you want them to be. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure something like that probably exists already, but I, 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 I'm not sure if they do. Kara, what do you think? It's, a. You know that's that's an interesting market. Instrument shops, I think, are, are often difficult uh, shops to run. A very niche market for those uh, so small. But it would be interesting to have those within within a larger 
uh, store so they could sit within the shelves of Vinzor's varieties, but figuring out how they would be made is, uh, would be the tricky part. Maybe it would take a lot of uh, R&D. Yeah, and also any bard worth a damn in this city is already pretty magical, so I don't, I don't know that we'd be able to sell them anything they don't already have the capability of making themselves. Yeah, you're right. That was a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> Good first try, Ellis. Welcome to the table. Uh, I think you told you probably told the, like everybody what you all did today. I assume, like yeah. at least like going to the House of Wonders and stuff. So I think Angel speaks up and is like, "Okay, Papa, uh, the House of Wonders. You have told us many times are really bad salespeople, like terrible salespeople." You know, like, they probably don't move their inventory very much. It's very much just like a dumping ground for their excess little trinkets. But what if we could take their products at wholesale and start a new storefront for the House of Wonders where we took, you know, some off, some of the cream off the top, so to speak, uh, but did a better job of selling it for them. Angel, I love the vocabulary you're using, cream off the top. You're, like, clearly you're paying attention, which is great. You've matured a lot since I've been gone. Um, that's the last time we'll mention House of Wonders at this table, okay? <laughs> but thank you for the spirit. I, I love it. Yes, Papa, I understand, Papa. Thank you. Thank you for your time, sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I think Salda then, like, or Angel elbows Loomis to try and come up with an idea. I'm not participating. No, no, come on! You got it. Uh, Lomas, maybe something like, um, something that can help you with your need to consume grass and stuff. Yes, tell us more about that. You Like, Angel's like, what? What's that? Tell <laughs> me more about that. <laughs> um, fine. What if you had a service where you hired people that could use disguise self- to fill in for you when you don't want to be in certain situations like this one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I look at Kara. That's a that's an interesting proposition. I, I that's very interesting. There's the overhead a lot of, is so low. The overhead is so it's just the magician, that's it. It's just that's it. And at here in Vinzor, plenty of social opportunities where either you have to be at multiple locations at once oh or Oh my god. Uh, or where you just don't want to rub shoulders with the with that person anymore. The amount of times we have to show up and just be there and not say anything, this would be... This would be fantastic. You're on to something, Loomis. Loomis. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Why not? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I, I write it down in a notebook. I don't think Salda has one today after kind of winning the, the last one. Mm -hmm. uh, so, anything else for Small Business Sunday? If I could if I could uh, pitch a business right now in the time and place I'm in, I would I would pitch a business of, of people who would come and have a family dinner with you just like this. This is so fun. I'm so happy to be home. Oh, so that was like a joke one. No, no. I, I think people would really pay for that. You know. I mean, that's kind of like my idea, but that's fine. <laughs> well, no, no, no one would disguise themselves. They would just pretend to be your family for like an hour. Uh, like an escort service kind of, but for emotional comfort. What do we think, Kara? 
you know, I gotta say, I don't know about that one, Emil. I don't. It's not my best idea, but you know, I'm rusty. Definitely not. Don't write it down. I won't. Yeah. Does Kara have a good idea? No. (laughs) She's more of an investor. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, she's more of a a Kevin type. Mm -hmm. Um, I really, although Kevin generates a lot of ideas. I'm a big Shark Tank fan. For those at home, by the way. Sad. uh, Mark's leaving. Yeah, Mark's leaving very sad. My favorite Shark Tank pitch was in season one with some guy who said, let's put Bluetooth chips in people's heads. So oh, they my God. Yeah. Phone calls right to their brain or something like that. Fantastic. <laughs> Sign me up. Anyway, anyway, anyone in that show. I have <laughs> early season. <laughs> uh, but no, I think Salda and Kara kind of sent this one out. Maybe their brains a little bit fried from, you know, school and working all day and stuff. But uh I realize it's Sunday and the kids went to school. Oopsies. Oh, well. They don't have to follow normal Sunday work school. Week. Sunday school. Sunday school. Yeah. Yeah. Non-religious Sunday school. Yeah, it's secular Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I cannot improv three times in a row. <laughs> it's a rule three. <laughs> it's a rule. That's my rule of threes. <laughs> um, do you all do anything before bedtime besides that? Before... I guess when everyone goes to sleep, Loomis would like to try to do something. Okay, everyone's asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Not a meal. Not a meal. (laughs) Your meal's getting busy. He's picking distracted. I don't know about that. Anyways, yes, Loomis. Loomis will like to sneak out of the house. All right, roll a stealth check. 18. Uh, yeah, I think you make it uh, down the stairs and out the front door. You know, I think everyone's a little distracted and or asleep. So you make it out of the house. Before Loomis leaves the room he's staying in, he would like to write a jot down a quick note for Emil and Alice. And it says something along the lines of, if you're reading this and I'm not here, head to the temple. And then Loomis would like to go back to the temple or to the area where the temples were mm-hmm. and essentially try to enter Dodathal's temple. Sure. Yeah. It takes you like an hour to make a, make your way across town. Um, it's really quiet as you make your way over here. Uh, you know, it's, nighttime and no one's really going to pray at this hour but you make it to the temple of dodathal and uh, it appears to be locked up um, but do you want to try and unlock it yeah i mean loomis has never been able to successfully enter any place of worship Mm. so yeah he would like to try to open it but doesn't know if he still would be able to go in Okay. Yeah, you uh, go ahead and roll uh, lock picking, so sleight of hand. Okay. 13. Uh, it's a church door. They're not notoriously well locked uh, t- time. So, yeah, you're able to, It's you know, it's a pretty, like, archaic door. You're able to pop the door open, and then I think you feel that same feeling that happens to you when you're at any other like doorway trying to enter into a home and you feel like you can't go in uh you know like you 
you feel like you're not invited in quite yet. You don't necessarily feel... Roll a... A vibe check in, in, in like a, an insight check, I guess, on the moment. Okay. <laughs> uh, f- four. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you. It, it, it feels the same as any other door to you right now. It's just like doorway into like a into a home. You don't you don't necessarily feel like you can enter. Yeah. Definitely. Physically can't enter emotionally. Kind of hurts a little. And Loomis just lets out like a big sigh and says, figured as much. And then he'll try to find a patch of grass again, similar to before, kind of just meditate for an hour and then make their way back to Emil's house. Uh, As you meditate, roll a religion check. 17. I think as you kind of uh, you're making your way back to like you kind of went past the temple out to find like a patch of grass and then as you're you're walking back to Emil's you have to pass the temple again and I think um, after like meditating you kind of maybe like were thinking about Dodothal while you were meditating and kind of like opening your mind with like what's going on and frustration maybe and kind of um, just a lot of thoughts surrounding all of that and I think as you're walking back, you kind of do have, like, a pull to, like, maybe try it again. Cool. So I just kind of feel like I should try it again? Yeah, like, what, what about... What about, what about now? Uh, yeah. yeah. Loomis will try try again. Um, okay, yeah, you make your way up to the doorsteps, and you kind of, like, re-unlock the door. I don't know how that works with lockpicking, if you can actually, like, lock the door again, but... You Loomis wouldn't try to relock it. So. Okay, great. You open the door again <laughs> and uh, roll another insight check. Eight. You feel like this is like, there's no way this is going to work, but you, you're like, well, let, let me actually like, you know, like the feeling is that this isn't going to work, but you're, you're kind of like, let me like put my foot out here and just like see if I can like pass the threshold. Mm-hmm. and you're able to pass the threshold. Like, you just set your foot down on, like, the other side, and, like, that's all you've done so far. When I do that, can I... I can still see what's in it, right? I just typically can't go past the yes. threshold. Yeah. Is anyone in there? Uh, no one seems to be in here. There's always lights within uh, the temple lit for Dodathal, um... So there's, you know, like a, a candles on either side and uh, pews down the center. It's like a pretty sh- small temple. I mean, people don't really like, they're not like Sunday service. Let's go to the Temple of Dodothal. Like it's right. definitely like a more solemn kind of uh, place that followers go to. So it's pretty small, but there's candles down the sides. So it's d- dimly lit. And at like the, the back of the temple or like the, or it would be like the front, I guess, uh, there is, like, a stained glass imagery of Dodathal, um, like, looking down upon, like, a follower uh, who has, like, recently passed away and, like, welcoming them into their embrace is in the stained glass. Okay. Well, Loomis would like to try to get their full body uh, across this threshold. Okay. Um, roll a constitution check. Is this like a saving throw or just a check? Just a check, I think. 
Like, I imagine you're kind of, like, willing between, like, like, I don't know, there's, like, a lot going on in Loomis's mind, I imagine, so it's kind of, like, you're trying to, like, will past, you're, like, oh, this isn't gonna work, oh, what am I doing, or, like, yeah. you know, like, there's kind of two sides of, like, I'm curious, but also trying to get past, like, your own self here, so what did you get? No, five. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you're almost, like, freaked out. Like, I imagine, like, that's what's kind of going on, and so, like, you put your foot out, you cross the threshold, and then you're like, eh. I don't know if I want to do this right now. Yeah. No, I definitely feel like Loomis tries to put, like, you know, gets a foot, tries to put the whole leg, and then just just memories of tr- trying before to get into any type of religious, holy place, um, not only just by themselves, and being, one, not being able to physically, but then also being, like, shunned and turned away just from what they are, and then just was like fuck it and then leaves you head back to emil's house make your way back inside and that is where we leave you we'll now cut to ellis you're you've you've had a long day you're cuddled up in your bed ready to go to bed and as you close your eyes uh you fall into a deep sleep Within your dream, you kind of like roll over and you can't tell if you're like dreaming or awake, but you see out of the window is uh, Nanoxus peering at you. Now, Alice, are you ready to hear more? If you must. Oh, I'm kind of sleepy. Oh, I must, Alice. We, we should, we should talk, should we not? Yeah, I need to, I need to know more about, um... Whatever you want to happen at this ding-dang ball. Yes, well, I don't really care what happens at the ball, just that my friends, yes, get inside. They They are two friends of mine. They no longer have their names, as they are no longer who they used to be, yes. Deep inside, though, their souls very much remain, yes, and very much in pain, yes, and desire for revenge remains. If they can exact their revenge, yes, their souls can be freed, and Dinanoxus will release them from their bindings, yes. Why do you have them in bindings? Mm, That is between them and me, yes. Well, I've been doing some thinking, Anoxus, and um, look, these these like powers are really cool. I like them a lot. Um, um, I'm able to do a lot more than than I was to before. Um, but I'm gonna need you to start being just a little bit more clear with me. Um, so let let let's start there. These, these two friends, um, my main goal for this, um, ball we're going to is to keep a low, low profile. Now, if I let two people into this party and they are going to stir up trouble, that could potentially not be so great for me. Um, so if I could, you know, really get some more hard details on 
on their motivations, I, I, I'd feel much more comfortable. Roll a persuasion check. Luck point! 24. Yes, Alice, yes, yes, I hear you, understand you. I don't want to uh, mess up everything that you're trying to do, yes. Well, while they may have forgotten their names, yes, I have not. They are two people, yes, who used to live here, and they wish to do harm, yes, to a certain Maiden Vambor, yes, one of the representatives of Vinzor, yes. They have ties with him, or did, yes. Maiden's been sure to make everyone forget them, yes. And these two friends are, let's just cut to the chase, they're assumedly going to kill Maiden? I believe that would be their desire, yes. Um, okay. Do you know anything about this Maiden character? Is he deserving? Well, yes, Alice, I have quite the tale of these two. Alvina Vambor was exiled from the Vambor home. The other was Alvina's lover, Cassia. Maiden didn't approve, yes, of their relationship, yes. And exiled them from the family, the estate, yes. And due to his power... Um, and his own standing, yes. He made it difficult for them to have a successful life in Vinzor. They eventually turned to me for revenge, yes. And I encouraged them to exact this revenge. But they failed, were caught, yes. And executed under different names by Maiden Vambo, yes. He didn't want to be associated with them anymore, yes. That is their story. I took pity on them, saved their souls, and bound them to their new bodies, yes. And now that they've done my bidding, I'm letting them have a chance for freedom, yes. Can you give me, um, at least, um... A solid promise that they're going to act as discreet as me and my compatriots are planning to act? I will say, Ellis, they have humanoid bodies, but donkey heads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not very discreet. I, it does benefit that it is a mask party isn't it um, yes yes i it's like i planned this yes yeah very smart um well the guy sounds like a real shithead um yes i is, agree so is, yes is one of these people his daughter yes he killed his own daughter yes hmm well pretty bad Yes. Not helping his case much. Um, so how is this going to work? They will meet you a block away from the Ernak estate where the ball is happening, yes. You will know them. As I said, they have the heads of donkeys. 
Yes. You are all going to look the masquerade ball. These are just detailed masks, so to speak. Yes. They will need your help to be escorted into the ball, however you see fit. Uh, they do not have invitations, no. So you will have to figure out how to get them in, yes. Okay. Sounds... And But once I get them in, that's it? Job's done? Whatever happens from there, not my responsibility? Yes, that is correct. If they do not exact their revenge, that is on them. I said I would help them get them in with my new friend, Alice. And after that, it is up to them. If they fail, they will continue to just um, be, I guess. We didn't get that far, no. Well, I will say, uh, for starters, I appreciate you being forthright and uh, clear and concise. Uh, I hope that in our future relationship that can continue. Um, but yeah, sure. This sounds, that's, sounds fine to me. I would be happy to help two um, wayward souls get revenge on the person that killed them. Excellent, Alice. Yes, I like being forthright with you, I think, yes. This helps us progress, I think, yes. I think we need to reach um, a certain level of comfortability with each other if we're going to be working together. Um are you not comfortable with me, Alice? Well, you're currently perched on the windowsill. Yes. Um, while I am in my jammies, tucked away in bed. So, uh, currently, all signs point to uncomfortable. Would it be but... better if I was in my jammies, too? Yes. <laughs> you're good. Uh, exactly how you are. Um, <clears throat> but I'm hoping over time uh, that comfortability will will increase um hmm i think this is the beginning of a very fruitful partnership for the both of us i agree alice i'm so happy that we have this yes and i'm not too um stupid to know that i'm not the first and um I won't be the last person that you'll probably make partnerships with. Um, but I want to make something very clear. Um, I'm not going to be like any other one you've ever messed with. Roll a intimidation check. Okay. I have one more luck point for the day just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and I will use it now. <laughs> Not fabulous. Um, a 14. We shall see about this one, Alice. But I do hope you become more comfortable in your jammies with me. I am the demon prince of the night after all, yes? Yeah, I don't, ex I don't expect to see you in a swimsuit anytime soon, huh? Or in the sun. Sorry. Well, stranger things have happened. Noxy. No, don't. No. Ninoxes. I like. No. I, I like it. Goodbye. It's comfortable. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Good night, Noxy. <laughs> and you go back into a deep sleep again. And that is where we will end tonight. 
Um, well, Ooh. I'll have to check in with Emil if he knows who this person is because they're going to die. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's my best friend. <laughs> we, we play poker every Tuesday. And yes, he is a homophobe. Whoopsies. <laughs> Makes sense. Things are different. Today. Things are different in Vinzor. <laughs> it's, this, it's the South. It's the way. <laughs> this could get dicey. <laughs> Woo! If anybody out there wants to make Nanoxis fan art in pajamas or swimsuits, we won't be mad about it. Uh, thank you for listening and for being with us on this ride. Please share this with your friends and all of your social medias. You can find us at TCGDPod on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, and stick around for our next episode, which is coming out Wednesday, January 24th. Bye.